0: Fans, welcome back. As we just get this thing set up here, man, what a day for Star Wars! Let me tell you, we had you know, andor and Tales of the Jedi coming out in the same day absolutely crazy! So much to cover, so much to talk about. I do have a few of your guys' comments, transmissions, stuff like that we'll be diving into as well. So, absolutely. Glad to be back on here. Glad to be getting this going and talking some Star Wars again here with you guys. So, Tales of the Jedi. What did you guys think? You know, we got six episodes. We got this and we got Andor. Another, uh, what, Andor episode eight we're on now. Another very solid entry there. And we had talked a little bit about, I did a video on Andor struggling, right? Andor hasn't been necessarily killing it in the ratings. And I think some of that has to do, of course, with Rings of Power, House of the Dragon, She-Hulk. You know, So now it has to struggle, at least this week, with Tales of the Jedi. I think most people who are going to watch that are probably going to watch that in one sitting like I did, and then just go and progress from there. So we'll see. I think this episode of Andor was a lot stronger, you know, it's, we've talked about that show as sort of being a slow burn. Um, But as we get closer and closer to the end, you know, you need to sort of speed it up. So I did feel like today's episode of Andor at least was able to pace itself. But I do think ratings wise, considering Tales of the Jedi dropped today, my guess is that it will struggle once again, at least in terms of the ratings, but very good entry. Now Tales of the Jedi, the other hand, um, we got six episodes We had episode one, life and death, right? Which is sort of like intro to Ahsoka, the birth of her uh, and sort of how figuring out that she's going to become a Jedi. And it kind of went back and forth, right? So you had, then you had episode two, one uh, episode 102 justice, which was a episode of Dooku, who we kind of then spent a little bit of time with him. And then we ended up coming back to Ahsoka episode one hundred three, choices, then, uh, Let me see what else. What else did we have for the for these episodes? But we ended up going back and forth between a little bit of Dooku and a little bit of Ahsoka. Let me just get this pulled up here. Right. uh, Let's see here. Let's see. Episode four: The Sith Lord. Episode five: Practice makes. Perfect. Episode six resolve For those of you guys listening to the podcast. Hey, we are doing this on I'm doing this live on YouTube. I haven't gone live in a bit. So uh we got the general Grievous 19 in the comments there. So yeah, guys, be sure to as you guys pile in here. Hey, be sure to leave some comments. What you guys thought about Tales of the Jedi. So I actually thought watching it straight through that the pacing actually worked really well. I was kind of wondering, you know, are we just is it just going to because we just have the one about Ahsoka. And I watched it straight through. And then you go to Dooku. Then you go to Dooku again. And then you go to Dooku. It's like, are we coming back to Ahsoka? And we did. And all of these are under 20 minutes each. They're, you know, around like 19 minutes. So they're, you know, same length as you would find like an episode of Rebels or an episode of Clone Wars. And this really felt more than anything like sort of a, not like, uh, just like extra. Right. It's like the last season of Clone Wars or, or uh, is what this sort of felt like. And it was really cool. Right. Especially the stuff with Count Dooku. And you got to see a few different perspectives of some of these huge moments that take place in Star Wars. So the one I really the episode I kind of think I enjoyed the most was probably episode Four, the Sith Lord where Dooku meets with Qui-Gon for a little bit. And he's saying, oh, you know, hey. Qui-Gon's saying, hey, there's a Sith Lord found on Tatooine. But as he's doing that, like he goes and deletes the entry from the archives. That will be a big role in Attack of the Clones. Then he comes back and, you know, they do a time sort of skip. Obi-Wan, or excuse me, Qui-Gon has died. And then we get to see him talking ultimately with Sidious, right? After he talks with Mace Windu a little bit. He talks with Sidious and then Yaddle overhears. And so we now finally get a new death of Yaddle and her sort of new, I guess, a canon story. There was a story in Legends, but in canon, we didn't really know. There was no real sort of telling of exactly how she died, how she went, uh, you know, what happened to her. But I guess now we now have that official telling. And it was Dooku that did it right there with Palpatine, with Sidious, So that was definitely interesting. But I thought actually it was kind of interesting that this episode and this whole little Tales of the Jedi thing came out today, the same day with Andor, because we got to see over there a cool conversation between Luthen and Saw Gerrera, who made a return, talking about how how they view how the rebellion should go and how they are sort of have different views on it. And so it was just kind of interesting to watch all of this at once. And I think episode four will probably be, if I had to take a guess, I'll, I'll see on Twitter and see what everyone's saying here in a second, which episode of Tales of the Jedi they found the most interesting, but we did get to see a little bit more of why Dooku goes down the path that he does, why he decides to make this decision, He's beginning to see some of the corruption in the Jedi, beginning to see that they can't necessarily act in the way that they want. Are they too beheld by the Senate? Do they believe too much in themselves? You know, a lot of the things that we've been talking about for a very long time when it comes to the Jedi Council, right? That they just, you know, they... In episode two, Yoda can't even sense, you know, oh, there's a Sith Lord, huh? Right. And then Mace Windu doesn't believe that there is, even though Qui Gon says that he encountered one. You know, if the Sith were back, we'd know about it. So only then at the end of the movie say, okay, well, it looks like the Sith are definitely back after Qui Gon has to die. So we do get to see a little bit of Dooku's more so reasoning for it. And if you've ever read the Jedi Dooku Lost book, If you watch this and you're like, I want more Count Dooku, I would definitely go recommend checking that out because it was really, really, really cool. Uh, And that book, the audio book of it, I've touted many times on here is really cool because it has a full cast uh, that that does the story. So you definitely get more inside to Count Dooku. Now, over on the other side of it, the Ahsoka side, I don't really feel like we really got that much from her in in this Tales of the Jedi I don't know if we're gonna come back and do more um, or if this is just supposed to be sort of like a little side here you go extras right like last season of of Clone Wars all of these stories um, with the uh, exception of episode 3 were written by Dave Filoni so of course and you know and then they worked on it and everything so But the Ahsoka side of it, you know, episode one, you just really kind of just get to see her. She's on a hunting trip and then they realize she has the ability to use the force and she's going to be a Jedi. Then you sort of come back to her in her final in her final two episodes, uh, which is practice makes perfect, which was a pretty cool episode, even though, you know, did did it really tell us a lot about her or where we're going to go? But it was definitely it was definitely it was definitely cool. Um, because she's practicing at first against these, against these little droid things. Um, I'm going to comment here real quick. Anthony, YouTube fan saying hyperspace hangout a 10 out of 10, a heck of a win for Dave Lenny and crew. Probably the darkest stories I've ever seen in animated star Wars and maybe even star Wars in general. May the force be with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really liked it. I did really, really like this, this whole little thing. It's like little, you know, a little bite size. Story. You've got six episodes, all about 20 minutes each. So you're looking at a, just a little over an hour. And I think I will always just sort of refi- refer to this as like the last season of, of Clone Wars. Um, So this episode five, Practice Makes Perfect, was really cool because Ahsoka is a Padawan with Anakin. She's training and he's really kind of upset that they're putting her through this test of training against these little, I forget the name of them, but it's a thing that spins around and shoots you. Uh, you know, that we see Luke training with training against. And he's like, you know, I he's like, you know, you're my apprentice and I want you to train against the real deal. So he brings her to this hangar or something, and he's got a handful of Rex's troopers and they are have all their guns set to stun and they're just she's in the middle and she's got to defend herself against it. And, you know, it's a little bit of sort of a, of a training montage. Right. And she is just getting knocked out for like hours at, at a time uh, keep trying to do this. But then Anakin sort of talks to her and he says, you know, the reason that I'm putting you through this once she begins to sort of doubt herself is that, you know, on the battlefield, you know, this is the real deal, right? I, I don't expect you to, to be able to ever finish this because, you know, they're just going to keep shooting until you, until you fail. And I think this is also, they didn't really show it. You got to, maybe just a little bit of it is also like a cool, just another little piece of Ahsoka gaining the trust and the respect of the clones. So it was just really, really, really cool. And then it flashes forward to the end of Clone Wars. Right. Remember when Ahsoka is captured. So showing her how she would be able to train how she would when they've. All going to shooters right at Order 66 takes spot. And she does sort of take out all those clones, you know, knocks, I don't know if she necessarily kills them, but, um, you know, just takes out all those clones. So it's kind of cool because it just adds weight to that. Then you get to episode six Resolve, which was Ahsoka kind of just coming to the realization that they, it's at Padme's funeral. And she just has sort of a little conversation with, Senator Bail Organa and just sort of like, hey, you know, someday in the future, we might need you. We all have a duty. She wants to walk away from it. You know, we all have a duty that we'll have to, you know, come to. And then she goes into hiding, right? And then ultimately she'll she'll end up, end up realizing, no, I, I I need to go back, right? Which would then lead into her time in the Ahsoka novel as well as Rebels. So this whole sort of thing was, again, it was about six episodes just a tiny little bite size you know like it's not like a Clone Wars 1.5 thing it was really cool it's a great watch for as short as it is I am so 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 down for more of this we got you know it's mostly Ahsoka and Dooku you get a little bit of Qui-Gon a little bit of Windu and then man a little bit of Yaddle her death and also I'm see- I've am seeing. i been seeing some tweets today that Yaddle uh, talks completely normal, right? For the longest time, we've always thought, hey, maybe that Yoda race has to. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. talk the way he talks right you know do or do not there is no try right but yattle just speaks like every other normal person so there's definitely some funny memes and stuff going on with that uh but yeah just really interesting really funny uh today okay so um and as you guys comment more in here i'll definitely uh do my best to get those up here and and pop those into the episode as well. But um, so, yeah, Tales of the Jedi for me, I'd go, yeah, five out of five stars. It was great. It was a great little thing for, you know, for, for what it was. And if you remember, meant like, I think over a year ago there, we had talked about how there was some marketing stuff. And this thing was kind of leaked because at that big Disney investor day when they showed like, hey, we're going to do a Lando series and all these things. This show was not one of the ones that was announced, but there was a promotion or an ISA sort of like a Christmas gift that they gave out at Lucasfilm, right? In Star Wars to all the employees. And one of the logos on there was this Tales of the Jedi. And so now we finally did get this and this is what it was today. It was pretty cool. It was definitely a lot of fun. Okay. So today's episode of Andor, um, oh, we got a comment here real quick. Brennan Young, for years, I've been hoping for a Filoni series that follows Dooku, um, You know, slash Cypher Diaz on Adventures in the Republic before the Phantom Menace. This series was great, but it also reinforced my desire for a full multi-season series. Yeah, absolutely. Today, uh, you know, today was just, it was a fun day in Star Wars, right? This was a fun, cool little Dooku and Ahsoka. But I really feel like I will take more out of the Dooku story that we got today than I will the Ahsoka series. Not that they were both good. But it's just like the Ahsoka series for me didn't really do anything new, right? Because I think we just have so much content and context for her. So I felt like I appreciated the Dooku stuff more. Not that the Ahsoka stuff was bad because it was great. But it's just like the Dooku stuff we just don't have so, we don't have a lot of. So it was just so much more fun to get that. And some of it definitely does tie into that Dooku Jedi Lost book where he talks about how he had advised the council that the Sith Are coming and he's been warning them for years and in his episode uh, really the one episode three uh, and well episode two justice is um, kind of interesting because he and he and a young Qui-Gon have to go to this this town uh, where there's been a hostage right and you have this leader who's kind of you know ruining his people his people's lives and all this stuff and they've kidnapped his son and Dooku's thinking, you know, what's the best way to issue justice here, right? He's, he's hurt his people. He's done all of these things and he's gonna just, he's gonna just go kill this leader. And as he sees, you know, this battle sort of beginning to unfold and then Qui-Gon ends up going and rescuing uh, his son. And so then, but his, then his son tells his dad, you know, how could you do this to our people? How could you betray them like this? Um, even as Dooku was force choking him. So I think it was kind of a cool, that was a cool episode too, just to get a little bit of the beginning inklings of Dooku sort of realizing, at least in his his mind, I need to be able to do things my own way. I, I think I could do things my own way because I think ultimately that is why he, why he ends up joining Palpatine, right? Is at least at first, and his conversation with Palpatine in the episode where he has to kill Yaddle, um, he is talking to Palpatine at least at that moment in time as if he is his equal, not his master. Because then by the end of it, he calls him his apprentice. Right? Uh, he talks about how he had lost an apprentice, and so did, and and so did Palpatine that they both lost their apprentices in that. In that moment, so Maul and Qui Gon, of course, Maul comes back, but um, <clears throat> so at least in that was that was also kind of a cool conversation to see. At least at, at one moment in time, their meetings were still perceived as sort of equals, even though you know teams at that is still probably much more powerful than Dooku at, at that moment. So, uh, I'll shift gears here. i go talk about Andor again. Today's episode of Andor, you know, it's been this sort of slow burn. It's been sort of beginning to heat up. I saw actually some sites, you know, like IGN, who I, sometimes I like IGN, sometimes I don't. But I think they gave the episode a six. And they said it was just too much, uh, again, of like the Empire is bad. They described it as like the weakest uh, episode eight of, of Andor. What exactly did they how exactly did they describe it? They said they gave it a six and they said Cassian Andor hits the lowest point of its series. Um, episode eight is more concerned with repeatedly showing us how bad the empire is than moving the plot along to any great extent, which I totally disagree with. I felt like I would give today's episode an eight out of 10 of the sort of slower in between the big moment episodes. I found this one to be really cool because one, we got to see Saw Gerrera and we got to see Luthan talk to him. So we did get this sort of beginning to see, and I think it's something its something that the show's been doing, right? You have Mon Mothma trying to lead the rebellion her way. You have Luthen, who's now breaking, at least going to go his way, which Mon doesn't necessarily agree with. And then you have Saw Gerrera over here who's beginning to do things his way, which Luthen doesn't, ne- doesn't necessarily agree with because Luthen sees the value in having this be a rebel alliance. And there's going to be some good players on the, in this and some bad players. So I think that's going to be something that this series is ultimately going to end up driving forward because I think really we've always just sort of viewed it as the Empire. Right, it's this one big thing, and then it's just like, oh, well, we just look at at, at Leia, and then once um, you know, in rogue one, we got Saw Gerrera, and of course he was in Rebels as well. So now we're beginning to explore more of these factions in the Rebel Alliance, which I think is really, really cool. Then we get to see Andor, who's in this like factory, I don't know exactly what they were building, but he goes to this factory prison and right. They're just working these guys to absolute death. And they have this like clock that's supposed to count down and show you like how many days left they have on their sentence. And some guys had talked about how they felt like how their clock like went up, even though there was nothing they did. So clearly the empire is just man driving these guys to absolute, just basically slave labor. And We got to see Andy Serkis back in Star Wars, right? Uh, What's the character? What was this character's name? He is sort of a leader of one of these groups in the prison. You just get this pulled up here. Uh, Like Kylo Ness or something was his name? Kilo. Uh, I'll pull it up here. Um, But it's just funny because Andy Serkis, of course, also plays Snoke. So I was just waiting for all of the memes, right? The... uh, The Kino Loy is his is the is the character's name, but of course Andy Serkis also he plays Gollum in Lord of the Rings, so that's kind of where he's really famous. Um, But uh, yeah, he is Snoke, and so it's just kind of funny to see him as this role because I'm sure now all the there will be memes about him as uh, you know as as this character too. So let me pull up Twitter and see what. Some other people are saying about it because I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaken in liking today's episode of Andor. Maybe some people aren't liking it as much because there was also Tales of the Jedi, which was pretty, which was pretty solid. So yeah, I got somebody here saying more. Yeah. I mean, Andy Serkis, Sagarera, Mon Mothma. Again, her Mon Mothma, right? Her, her her, the strain in her relationship, right? She's being watched more and more by the Empire. And I didn't do a breakdown last week because I, t- I of last week's episode because I talked more about the struggling of the ratings of Andor. But it was really kind of nice. I felt like we've been getting, you know, these past two weeks, we've definitely gotten more Mon Mothma. But it sucks, right? You look at the sacrifice she has to make for this, right? I mean, Saw Gerrera is living in a cave, and that's something that Luthen points out to him. Luthen has to live a lie. Mon Mothma has to not only live a lie, but also she has this relationship and she has all this trouble at her home life. And I don't trust her daughter, by the way. I will say that. There's something there's something about her. So I, yeah, some people saying that's a clunker. I don't know. I I I wonder given you know, that this show is just a sort of slow burn if they'd almost be better off releasing a few more, a few episodes at once, because now I'm like, I'm very ready for the next episode of Andor. And now that House of the Dragon and Rings of Power and She-Hulk are over, the show doesn't necessarily have as much to compete with. So it's like, okay, this is the show I'm waiting for, you know, next, next week. So I definitely thought it was cool. It was a huge episode, a ton happened. Yeah. Uh, we got Bix at the end getting, right? Uh, she got arrested by Deidre. And how's that, you know, how's that going to play out, right? Um, it feels like everything's sort of coming together. Yes, yeah, Sinta and Vel, you know, the strain in their relationship. Today's episode, I don't know exactly what it was called, but I would describe today's episode as just maybe sacrifice. The sacrifice that everyone is is having to make in order to go up against the Empire. I really enjoyed it. But uh, maybe some other people, maybe the, maybe the, maybe the show is just a little too slow for some people, which I can see. I can, I can, I can definitely uh, argue that. Yeah. Here's a comment here. Andor started slow, but now I'm intrigued. I'm going to need more of Andor's music. Yeah. The score in the show is absolutely great, man. Andor keeps getting better and better. Writing is so good. And it's an adult Star Wars show, which I think is cool. We got to see somebody commit suicide. Is that the first time we've seen it in Star Wars? I mean, I'm, maybe it's happened before, but I mean, you know, like so it's just a self sacrifice. One of those prisoners was just like, "I'm just not going to take this anymore," right? And so he just ends up, and he just ends 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 up offing himself. But I really, really enjoyed it. I'm so down. I'm so down for more Andor, and we had Tales of the Jedi. So just an absolute great day in general. For Star Wars. So, with that, guys, thank you guys for popping in here. Just want to do a quick chat, uh, right, and, and see where you got what you guys are thinking about about the shows we got today, about Tales of the Jedi, about Andor. So, as always, guys, take it easy. We will be back for more. I've got a lot more YouTube shorts doing. I've definitely got, been doing some more short form, just sort of theory content. So stay tuned for all of that. And as well, the rest of Andor. So, if you guys shoot me an email or leave a comment here, I'll do my best to get it up on the show. Hyperspace hangout at gmail.com. As always, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin crops.